Welcome back to the Slow Flowers Podcast. Today, you'll hear my conversation with Andrea Grist, manager of Florasource KC, a locally owned independent flower wholesaler in Overland Park, Kansas. We're very small. And so, you know, for me, it's been one of the things where we're trying to figure out what's going to work for our designers and, you know, just thinking out of the box. We're designers first. So on the wholesale side of it, we try to think of the designer first. We talk about color, we talk about design aesthetic trends, all of that. That goes into how we buy and what products we have available for our customers. The Casey Growers Market, and what I'm calling it is a brand initiative under Florasource Casey to be able to highlight domestic and locally grown products. Hello again, and welcome back to the Slow Flowers Podcast with Deborah Prinzing. This is episode 635. This is the weekly podcast about slow flowers and the people who grow and design with them. It's all about making a conscious choice. And I invite you to join the conversation and the creative community as we discuss the vital topics of saving our domestic flower farms and supporting a floral industry that relies on a safe, seasonal, and local supply of flowers and foliage. This show is brought to you by slowflowers.com, the free online directory to more than 750 florist shops and studios who design with local, seasonal, and sustainable flowers. And to the farms that grow those blooms, it's the conscious choice for buying and sending flowers. And thank you to our lead sponsor, Farm Girl Flowers. Farm Girl Flowers delivers iconic burlap wrap bouquets and lush, abundant arrangements to customers across the U.S., supporting U.S. flower farms by purchasing more than $10 million of U.S.-grown fresh and seasonal flowers and foliage annually. Discover more at farmgrowflowers.com. And thank you to Longfield Gardens, which provides home gardeners with high-quality flower bulbs and perennials. Their online store offers plants for every region and every season, from tulips and daffodils to dahlias, caladiums, and amaryllis. Check out the full catalog at longfield-gardens.com. Today's episode includes a short conversation with longtime Slow Flower Society member Andrea Grist of Florasource KC, based in Overland Park outside of Kansas City. Andrea is a past guest of this podcast, and I caught up with her in person this past August when she had a long layover while flying through Seattle. Ostensibly, we met for lunch, but I couldn't not bring along my video camera to record a quick conversation and updates on what she's been doing. And that's what you'll hear today. Andrea discusses KC Growers Market, a new brand initiative of Florasource KC, highlighting local and domestically grown cut flowers and greens. It's a store within a store concept, and it has been long in coming. Launched this past June, after Florasource KC partnered with the KC Flower Farmer Wholesale Market, a group of approximately 10 flower farmers in Kansas and Missouri, whose goal is to get local botanicals into the hands of Kansas City area florists. This initiative basically created a one-stop source for flowers, both domestically and globally sourced, that Florasource KC manages. I'm excited to follow this story as it unfolds. The growers set up shop at Florasource KC on Wednesday, July 5th, and then they continued filling their buckets and tables with local flowers there each Tuesday through the end of the season in late October. I've got photos that you can see in our show notes 
uh, at slowflowerspodcast.com for episode 635. You can also find more details about the people involved in that. So let's jump right in and get started and meet Andrea Christ. Hey, everybody. Um, This is a very fun new device I'm using, and uh, we're going to try to record an interview with Andrea Grist. Thank you. From Floral Stores, Kansas City. And, um, or you go by Floral Stores KC, right? Yeah, Flora Source KC. And we're at the Seattle airport. There's going to be a lot of interruptions with announcements, but please forgive us now. Yeah, we're going to try to record a little conversation. So, Andrea, you um, are on a five hour layover, and I came and met you for lunch. Yes, thank you for doing Uh, that. (laughs) When am I going to see you otherwise? I know, this is fun. So, I've never actually done this at an airport before, so I'm very excited. (laughs) Thanks for coming. Who wants to come to the airport to visit somebody? Well, you know what? You were here last year. You were here last year. Yeah. We did an interview in my dining room, and you did a design yep. demo with um, all these cool local flowers that we bought. It was in the spring. I think it was April It was April or May, and we had gone to the Seattle Growers Market, and, and um, you let me pick some stuff from your garden and play oh. with your con- you know your containers and ceramics and yeah, stuff, so it was really fun. Yeah, beautiful design. So um, you talked last summer, last year, when you... We're at my house, and we were talking about you wanting to create this new hub for local flowers within what is basically a, a mainstream, conventional, full-service wholesale operation. Exactly, right? exactly. But we're very small, and so, you know, for me, it's been one of the things where we're trying to figure out what's going to work for our designers, and so, and what, you know, just thinking out of the box, you yeah. know. I, when we talked last year, I was... You know, um, we had just put in the rentable studio space called the Casey Bloom Hub, where we were able to uh, rent space for people and designers would come in. That's been amazing. Far more so than I thought. We've had out-of-town designers come in. We've had lots of really fun experiences there, not to mention uh, seeing what our designers create from the flowers yeah. that we're sourcing for them, yeah. seeing so what their design process is. Like, it's very interesting. Your whole focus is very design forward. Like, that, yes. you're thinking about the florist and the designer. Um, we're designers first. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we, like you know, are. You're a designer. Yeah. So, our, on the wholesale side of it, we try to think of the designer first. We talk about color, we talk about design aesthetic trends, all of that. That goes into how we buy um, and what products we have available for our customers. So, but we're also very small, so we have to be creative and we have to think out of the box. So the Casey Bloom Hub was something we were able to do. We expanded our space during COVID and built in that studio, which was great. And then, you know, you know, we've talked about this for so many years. I wanted to bring in a local grower community into the space to offer a diverse section of products we want our designers to be able to have that option when they come and shop for other, I guess what I would call staple products, yeah. maybe roses, hydrangeas, supply items. Kind of the core list you wanted yeah. to um, I call it the icing. Yeah, I was going to say, all the like juicy bits that um, are really not ever available in large quantities yeah. or are only available certain times of the year. Yeah. And for me as a designer... I love those things. You know, I love being able to have those things at my um, at my disposal. And one of the amazing things that we've been able to do is, it, and, and 
we haven't even done it, our designers have done it, is that they've carved out time in their day to come and visit us and see what we have to offer, which I'm very grateful for because I, you know, for, for, you know, everybody's time is valuable. Our selections are always changing, they're rotating in and out, so uh, there's something new every day. Yeah. And all of our designers have some flexibility. They have uh, shifted and pivoted really quickly to designer choice uh, to be able to, you know, market to their customers in a way that works for them, where they've got that creative, you know, uh, freedom to hand select flowers for the day or for the week or something like that, you know, within those color palettes that they've sold. They want to order. They don't want to necessarily only pre-order. They want to come in person. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we have pre-orders too. We do wedding orders and event orders and stuff too. But, but for a lot of people, we just, you know, we just have pretty things. They want to come in. Yeah. So how did you make this work with this brand new, literally less than a month old initiative. Yeah. Because what are you calling it? And tell us a little bit about it. So a couple of years ago, I created the, which we talked about this last spring, the Casey Growers Market. And so I grabbed like the Instagram and stuff like that. And what I'm calling it is a brand initiative under Florasource Casey to be able to highlight domestic and locally grown products. So this it's like a little store within a store, right? And it's it's just more. And we've tried to be creative. Like we have these tags where we'll put on the buckets so that if people want to know the source of origin or so, you know something like that, they some days we're better than than others if we get busy. But um, we uh, we have that available so that people know where things are coming from, whether it be a California product, whether it be a. Kansas grown product or a Missouri grown product or Minnesota or Virginia or North Carolina or something like that, then it's a way to just do a quick little thing. So we created a logo for it. And um, you know, my goal was always to be able to offer local growers a place where they could come in and bring and bring things. Yeah. So, and then of course, you know, for us, it's, it's a, it's a nice relationship because, you know, the more people we have in our building, you know, the more, you know, just the more kind of amazing customer experience we're going to have, yeah. we're going to be able to say, Hey, have you checked out the things from the growers market this, you know, today have you, you know, but then also they'll maybe ask a question about a particular variety of rows that we've brought in. And, you know, we like to highlight domestic and local product, but we source globally. There's lots of products that we bring in, you know, lots of roses from Ecuador, and we bring in, you know, African product, Japanese product, all that stuff. But our, again, our goal is to be more of a Mm one-stop where no matter what type of designer you are at what um, experience level and at, you know, what type of business you're doing, that you can come to us and we're able to accommodate it. So you have a new initiative, which is almost like a pop-up uh, seasonal yes. market for local farmers yes. to bring in their product. It's so new that it's still very much a pilot, right? It's very much so. Um, it's three or four weeks in. A group of growers, um, you know who you are. So you have been in dialogue for many seasons with local growers. You've yes. bought from some local growers. Yes, and we always to do more. Right, and we always bring in from local growers during that time. And I think for us, and also for me, it was more about having an expectation of knowing what types of products. Because again, I'm not a grower. I tell people that first off. I'm not a grower. 
Um, I'm not a farmer, and you know those types of things are not really my wheelhouse. But I, you are a designer. And I am a designer, like. and yeah. I know what I like. And yeah. I think a lot of growers, uh, you know, they have unique products. They have things that are different size on the stem, you know, on the stem length. They have different colors, but all, you know, sometimes in smaller quantities. Yeah. Yeah. But all it takes is that one designer that's looking for something really special, and they'll really enjoy yeah. having it. So, um, so this is kind of a pilot program, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. But it's it's bringing them in and it's having availability for the designer to come in, ask questions, look, touch, feel, and see, you know, what they're, what they're going to like. So this is on Tuesdays. Right. Right now it's on Tuesdays from 9.30 to 12.30. And the farmers are pretty much bringing in buckets of their flowers setting up their own displays. Yes. And yes. handling transactions, right? Yes. So each of the and you know and honestly that's just something that I didn't and I think for them too, that's not something that we really wanted to mess with. We wanted to keep it simple. Yeah. And so it makes sense. They're all trying to run their own businesses. So facilitating payments, I wasn't really interested in doing. Each of them have their own passion as far as you know, some want a bunch things by color. Some want a bunch things by, you know, multiple colors in a bunch. Some want to sleeve it and put their farm sticker on it. Other people don't want to go through that process. They don't want to do that. Other, you know, others, they're not bunched at all. They're just single stems. And, um, you know, and that's been interesting to see, too, you know. So it's sort of their own R&D to figure out what the florists exactly. want. Exactly, exactly. want to buy from them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it, and that's great for me too because it's 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 fun to see what they come up with. Of course, different products are flushing at different times. So for me, that's great. They'll communicate that with me so that then I can adjust my buying for the week to accommodate maybe a different type of product. You know, maybe bring in some tropicals that week. Maybe bring in, you know, just something where again increasing our diversity of yeah. products. And there's a balance. Yeah, for sure. One might ask, why are you? Um, hosting these farmers, <laughs> what's in it for Flora Source KC? What's in it for Andrea Grist? Yes. Because it's very, <laughs> it's very much a, at this point, uh, it's not a, it, it's a smart business move, but it's not necessarily revenue generating. It's, or you can't, I guess you can try to draw a line to more people shopping from you. And so it's indirect, right? Well, and I think that's a good question. And I think that for me, because we're very small, I want to increase the amount of people that come into the building. Yeah. So for that reason, uh, when, we, when we collaborate with a different group, then it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, I totally it, get it. When it you does. When you were going to do it, I, I was like, yeah. this is something that more wholesalers should explore. Yeah. Because the floor... The Not customer, in Kansas City, though. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. They don't have the... You know, you, you got the vision. You got the vision. But I do think that it, it it's... This has been getting a, a conversation going. Yeah. And it, it, it it's it's staring the, the floor... The wholesaler in the face. Customers want diversity of yes. product, especially in peak season. Yes. If you don't have it, then they're going to go elsewhere. And again, that's not my, you know, some of those things are not my expertise. Yeah. And I, you know, 
I don't claim to to know how to grow it. I don't, you know, some of the conversations, and we've talked about this before, or, or even some of the growers' conversations they've had with me. It's, uh, you know, their struggles and the things that they go through to to bring those things to market are very. Uh, you know, are different struggles than what I have as far as being able to accommodate our customer base. So it, it's, um, I'm always educating myself. You know, it's been, I hate to date myself, but it's been 30 years since I've been in this industry. I'm constantly learning things. Um, I've, I, and that's what's been amazing mm-hmm. is learning that kind of stuff and trying to figure out what our customers first and foremost are looking for. Yeah. And what's going to set our customer shopping experience apart from others. And I just love organic business. I love being able to say, you know, you had mentioned a farm. I went and visited it, you know, and then she had come to one of your conferences. Then she knows somebody else. Like I, the six degrees thing, sometimes it's not even six, it's two or three. Um, Sometimes just one. And um, it's a, it is a small community when you yeah. really think about it. Okay, I think I'm stressing out about being in the airport and all and the, the con. <laughs> For one moment here, there's no one walking by who's going to knock my camera over, but there have been like armies of suitcases yeah. going by. Yeah. And so I'm going to tell you, thank you. Thanks so, for coming to have lunch with me. So I appreciate it. I loved it. And uh, travel safe home. Thank and you. And maybe I'll get you to share some photos of the of course. And, and kind of what you guys are doing on Tuesday. Of course. Now. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Thanks, Andrea. Thanks. Thanks so much for joining us today. And as I mentioned, you'll want to visit slowflowerspodcast.com to see our show notes and watch the replay video of my short but sweet airport conversation with Andrea Grist. We congratulate Andrea, Florasource KC, and its KC Growers Market, and all the farmers of the KC Flower Farmers Wholesale Market for making this new collaboration happen. It will be fun to see where things take everyone for 2024. Our next thank you goes to Rooted Farmers. Rooted Farmers works exclusively with local growers to put the highest quality specialty cut flowers in floral customers' hands. When you partner with Rooted Farmers, you are investing in your community and you can expect a commitment to excellence in return. Learn more at rootedfarmers.com. In news of the week, I have two reminders to share. First, you'll want to take advantage of early bird registration which just opened for the 2024 Slow Flowers Summit. Save $100 off your Slow Flowers Summit registration now through December 31st. And Slow Flowers members always receive a $100 discount on top of that. Follow the link in today's show notes or head over to slowflowersummit.com to find all the details for our dates, June 23rd through 25th, 2024, our venue, the beautiful Banff Center for the Arts in Banff, Alberta, Canada, surrounded by the Canadian Rockies, and read all about our speakers and program. We have 11 inspiring speakers, an extensive hands-on design immersion, and presentations on flower farming, floral design, floral entrepreneurship, and sustainability. I can't wait to see you there. And speaking of our floral community traveling to Banff, we have a special Slow Flowers member meetup for November happening this Friday on November 10th at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. We're hosting two Slow Flowers Summit speakers who will share lots of details about what to expect when you're making travel plans to visit Alberta. Join me in conversation with Becky Feesby of Prairie Girl Flowers and with native plant nursery owner Lativa Pelletier Ahmed. 
both based in Calgary. We'll go over the highlights of their work and what they'll be presenting at the Sulfhouse Summit. Bring all your questions. Pre-registration for the meetup is required, and you can find the link in today's show notes for episode 635. And you can also check out the link tree at Sulfhouse Society on Instagram to catch that sign-up link. Our next sponsor, thank you, goes to Johnny's Selected Seeds an employee-owned company that provides our industry with the best flower, herb, and vegetable seeds, supplied to farms large and small, and even to backyard cutting gardens like mine. Find the full catalog of flower seeds and bulbs at johnnysseeds.com. I love all this floral goodness, and I am so happy you joined me today. The Slow Flowers Podcast is a member-supported endeavor downloaded more than one million times by listeners like you. Thank you for listening, commenting, and sharing. It means so much. As our movement gains more supporters and more passionate participants who believe in the importance of our domestic cut flower industry, the momentum is contagious. I know you feel it too. If you're new to our weekly show or our long-running podcast, check out all of our resources at slowflowerssociety.com. I'm Deborah Prinzing, host and producer of The Slow Flowers Show and The Slow Flowers Podcast. The Slow Flowers Podcast is engineered and edited by Andrew Brenlin. The content and opinions expressed here are either mine alone or those of my guests alone, independent of any podcast sponsor or other person, company, or organization. Next week, you're invited to join me in putting more slow flowers on the table, one stem, one vase at a time. Thanks so much for joining us today, and I'll see you next week. Next week.